Hello, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, the place where we talk about PlayStation oh and stuff. Oh my god, I did not know. Yes, would you know? I am your slightly bunged up host, Neil Bolt, um, and I'm joined, as ever, by Ms. Ben Schillebeer Hall. I was kind of bunged up by, I did fajitas tonight, and I bought <laughs> this new sauce. Uh, it's uh, like a hot sauce made with like Carolina Reapers and other chilies. And that one knows it's clear. It's perfect. <laughs> it's clear. Literally just has fountains <laughs> coming out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's how you just cure your, your nose issues. Cure areas, yeah. And also joining me is Gary Bagdasarov. How are you doing, Gary? What's up, man? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah. Apart from, apart from the bunged up stuff, it's not bad. One hell of a week, actually, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure anyone following PSU might know why. <laughs> it's uh, that's that's literally the half of it, as, as some would say. But uh, we won't get into that because that's uh, that was annoying. Anyway, um, yes, we are here doing our now weekly, not debate so much discussion podcast as it is. Um, last week, of course, we talked about EA and their. Uh, Yes, yes, with <laughs> um, with Bioware and the game Anthem and all those problems. Uh, we'll have a bit of catch up on that in a moment because uh, some a few things happened this week or uh, EA related as a result of that. And um, but first, uh, we are going to get a bit of business out of order. Chili's clueless wrestling predictions yes. uh, ended season one Aww. last week. Um, going into it, um, Ben was down seventy nine and a half to seventy, which is respectable for mm-hmm. Ben, who doesn't know anything about wrestling. Um, after takeover, out of five matches, um, I scored four. Ben scored three, which made it eighty three point five to seventy three. And then we went on to the Royal Rumble, which was nine matches, and that was six two in my favour. So. The end score was 10 to 5 on that overall weekend. But that meant that season one was 89.5 points to me to Ben's 75. So, yes, uh, well done, Ben, for getting 75 points. Yeah, it's amazing. We kept it going the last. It was it was sadly over before we got halfway through the pay per views, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm happy at seventy five. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. Yes, yeah, so we we will probably incorporate it in some form or other soon. Um, Small little pay per views, I think, will be on here yeah. as a segment, and the bigger ones will have their own paper, um, sort of podcast because that's more fun, and yeah. there's usually about twice as many matches, so. As you saw last time, we went an hour, so it's uh, it a. To... <laughs> cool. So yes, uh, hopefully see that again soon. So anyway, catching up on the last week. So since we did the EA subject, uh, of course, a bunch of stuff came out to correct some of the stuff we said and stuff that backed up some of what we said. Um, first of all, EA believe in the choice of microtransactions, which basically means that they think that it offers a choice to players. The choice is basically spend this money or be left behind. No, That's the choice. What I mean <laughs> is the choice of them adding is their choice. Yes. Well, no, <laughs> advocate for player choice, which is like saying 
oh yes we do have this one dollar hamburger but we also have this fifty dollar hamburger that has filling in it the other one's just a <laughs> filling hamburger this, yeah. this is jelly filling or cream filling <laughs> cheese well, filled burger I literally I literally read like the, the one dollar is just fap and that's it and Wait, yeah, one, what? One, one dollar is just fap? A bap. Oh, bap, okay. I can see how you went from bap to bap, but yeah. It's... I don't see it, but okay. But it's, it, that's probably because it's an English thing. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, it's fair enough. Um, and of course, uh, EA came out and played their trump card, hoi, of saying Anthem's a delay, which we we're talking about last week is official it will be released in 2019 but only because battlefield's coming out and uh, you know the battlefield they've shown nothing of to this point uh, despite showing anthem off um of course that got rubbish like a day later when rockstar said hey well you know we're dropping red dead redemption 2 in october and it was quite clear that everyone was trying to avoid october <laughs> as much <laughs> as guess. um yes yeah, so that made more sense, at least there. And then to top it off, EA once again found themselves in the worst companies list. Um, before they have been in lists being the worst company. This one, slightly different because it is done on a bunch of categories, not just how many entitled gamers don't like EA. Now, the authors that contributed to it because they featured quite high. Uh, they were fifth in a list of 20 that included, um, well, let's run for a few, Comcasts. Monsanto, um, Facebook, which, you know, that's you can give or take with Facebook. Um, the Weinstein Company, again, in the news this week. <laughs> um, uh, Uber, Sears, Trump Organization, Wells Fargo, and Vice Media. Foxconn, who make the Switch's motherboard and have had to install safety nets at their building because people keep trying to commit suicide off their building who work for them. That's pretty much how good it is to work for them. Um, and the NFL was baffled even ahead of EA because someone didn't stand for the national anthem. I mean, that, that was literally the reason given in the article. <laughs> um, so now you know why Vince McMahon is going with the XFL uh, when it's that high up. Um, if you want to know, Equifax were the winners with Fox Entertainment Group being second in that one. But yes, we um, interestingly put a poll out um, for that uh, thing, asking you know, is his uh, place on that list deserved? Because, I mean, let, let's break this down now. If you saw EA, a company whose biggest crime really is like they shut some studios and put some microtransactions into your Star Wars rather than like I don't know, chopping up Star Wars into lots and lots of movies and profiting off that Disney, yeah? Um, to have them in there with the likes of um, Fox and Monsanto and uh, Foxconn especially, just you know, when you're going the closest thing in this list to video games that you have that isn't EA, it's a... Uh, it seems odd, does it not? You would say, say it's an undeserved to be a fifth, at least. <laughs> um, but tells a bigger story of how the audience perceives them and uh, how, while people are less vocal of Comcast and say their problems, there's a bigger audience willing to shit on EA because it's the cool thing to do at that time. Um, so, yeah, we ran that poll and I thought, 
might be close if people read the article and uh, don't just assume that are they the worst game company which even then you'd have to debate um but no of course a lot of people did not read the article and uh it ended uh 76 to 24 in favor of saying they deserve it and yes, the the article itself uh, in several places garnered quite a few comments. Agreed with that sort of outlook. But as you say, bizarre, but there you go. EA's public image is in the shitter again. Oh well, it's uh, we were partly right, guys, and partly wrong last week. But uh, <laughs> not not anything in their favour. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um. Cool. So yeah, that that was all that. Um, this week, different subject. We can move away. We're, we're going to do something a bit more positive this week. After moaning and groaning about EA last week, um, Shadow of the Colossus remake. Um, the reviews came out this week. I, I was among them, of course, not one. And it is a very bloody good remake. And it is a remake, despite you know the fact that it does use most of the old parts in its own way. It it's built from the ground up in a lot of other ways. And it just manages to capture the feel of what it was, but also modernize it enough that, you know, it works. I think it also helps that as a game, it is just truly itself and not copy-paste like so many other games in in the modern era. And it shows, I think, number one tool there, when you have any remake, remaster, is that if the game is good in the first place, you can't really mess it up too much unless you're literally going and taking out the stuff that worked. Um, I think the Arkham games, I think, have this problem where they uh, changed the engine for the uh, remasters. And, of course, they weren't used to the engine that much. There was a lot of weird downgrading-looking visual bits because of it, whilst having a few more details elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, so remakes. Gary, we'll start with you on this one. Um. If you first off, we'll to we'll have a template for the for this. Um, a game you would like to see remade would be mm, well. It's already happening with seven, uh, <laughs> which is one I did want for a while. But full on remake, like brand new everything. Not brand new everything. I mean, literally having that balance of it's got a lot of what made you love it in the first place, but they've tweaked it to be more modern, especially say controls or just like visuals, whatever. So, it, you know, it's like it's how you interpret what you would say a perfect remake is for the game you want to be remade. Metal Gear. Metal Gear, which two? Know, two. Oh, okay. That's, oh, that's, all the way back there. I was going to say, I'm... Yeah. I have always wanted to fight Grey Fox in the middle of a minefield with the amazing direction and, you know, animation that Kojima is known for in a modern setting. Well, not setting, modern console. Like, every time I hear that story, like, when we battled in the middle of a minefield, like, I can't even imagine how amazing it it would have been if Kojima was able to remake that game in, like, on the PS4. Um, And quite honestly, both of those games, Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, um, I think deserve to be remade. They're the only two Metal Gear games that are part of the core story that most people just kind of don't even care to play because they came out so long ago 
and their graphics and all that. The mechanics are so dated that yeah, they, mean, don't wanna, they don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, included on the HD collection as part of uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 as well. Yeah, so, and that, how yeah. many people played it, you know? Yeah, this is it. It's uh, probably less, I would say, in the modern era than um, people have played Peace Walker or um, Portal of Ops, which is damn shame, probably more than Acid. <laughs> less yeah. than Acid, to say, which is uh, saying something. But yeah, I mean, that would um, give you plenty of room to do what you want with it whilst sort of keeping a few beats. Um, I mean, because of the huge step up in visuals, you know, as we've seen with Shadow of the Colossus, it's a three-dimensional game to begin with, so you know you don't have to do a lot to it in terms of that, in, of building everything new. But um, here, of course, you would move on from the uh, isometric top-down, almost, sorry, I should say. Yeah. Look, and I don't know, would you, would you, first of all, you would keep it more aligned with the earlier Metal Gear Solid games, or would you have it closer to five? Honestly, I would love it if it was more like the first Metal Gear Solid. Um, maybe not like over the shoulder type, like five was, but even like if you look at Metal Gear Solid 3, it was kind of also old school in its design of the camera angle. Um, where it was all static cameras up until Subsistence came out and he gave it a free camera. Um, that's not how it was. No, and, that's it. And even, too, the same way, because you know, Kojima has motion sickness, so it was hard for him to do it any other way. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would like it to be like that. I wouldn't want it to be a full 3D camera, to be honest. Um, like yeah. five over the shoulder. Because the thing about over the shoulder... like. You can make whatever game you want, but as long as it's over the shoulder, people are going to want to play it like a third-person shooter. Like, there's no going around. People are just going to go in guns blazing if you give them that option. Yeah. Um, and that's what over the shoulder is to me. If I had to play a game over the shoulder, I would just go guns blazing all the time. Yeah, because I, I think would get tired of not. Like, even like if you look at Hitman, for example, I love going stealth in Hitman. But sometimes I'm just like, fuck it, man. I'm tired of <laughs> waiting 30 seconds for this guy to turn around. I'm just going to get irritated and just start blasting fools in the face. <laughs> and I yeah. feel that's what would happen with that game. Yeah, I think probably the closest has come to doing it right, I think, is Assassin's Creed Origins, which I think a lot of it is easier to sneak around in. Oh, because it's mostly melee. If you yeah. gave the dude a machine gun, nobody's going to play that game that way. Oh, that's it. I mean, <laughs> I, I like what you're suggesting, though, here, because um, by keeping it back to that sort of era, it makes it more in line with what just came after it. You know, it's um, mm -hmm. rather than going jumping too far ahead. And it's like it'd be the problem with remaking any of the earlier Metal Gears. If you start modernizing it too much, you kind of lose some of that goofy charm that sort of made it what it was. And, yeah, yeah I, I think that would be a good middle ground. I mean, obviously the main issue here is that um, Kojima's not going to be doing it. That's, That's true. But, but, like, the core story is there. You can put any team on it, and they can keep what he already had and remake, like, Shadow of the Colossus. They didn't change the story in that game. They no. just took what was there and just made it more modern. And that's all I ever want in my remakes. Like I don't want to like final fantasy seven remake 
that is a brand new game. That's not a remake. That's a brand new game at this point. Yeah. We don't know it's going to be a brand new game. Um, I mean, it's taking everything of the more modern approach to Final Fantasy and putting it in there, really, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what I wanted from a Final Fantasy VII remake is I wanted the exact same game with modern graphics. That's it. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Which is um, you know, a, a problem, a worry to be had of um, Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it doesn't have the people that worked on it as much in, involved. Though some outlets have seemed to suggest that both will work on it. You know, both Kamiya and Mikami. They're not. They're not. Um, yeah. And because, the biggest fear with that game is if it's going to be over-the-shoulder camera. Yeah, because I think that will, again, take away from a lot of what made the original work. Yeah, um, those crazy camera angles. You know, yes, yeah, some people hated those camera angles because you couldn't see what was in front of you half the time. That, but that's, that's what made it so yeah. suspenseful. That's it. That, that's where the horror comes in. So if you could just shoot something in front of you, it doesn't matter what it looks like because it just becomes less of an issue. Having that out of sight, but hearing something is part of the appeal, you know. And uh, it similarly, why it, it kind of works in. Resident 7 more than it does in say 4 onwards is because you can't see a lot uh, like you did before so you know you have those blind spots and it's a bit harder to determine where that noise is coming from oh god I've got to turn around if I turn around something could be there yeah Resi 4, 5, 6 had that problem uh, beyond other problems with two of them um, where you know you could see too much almost and see it coming a lot of the time mm-hmm and the creature design, while good in Resi games, isn't good enough to be you know, intimidating and scary a lot of the time. It's just like, oh, okay, there's a thing. I've got to avoid it. Especially now. like The last great creature design was Nemesis. Let's face it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I don't know. The, the last Plague of the Villagers in 4 were very well done. But it's just like, of course, history has now seen everything do similar things. You know, from Blade 2 to God knows what else it was, was the strain, you know, things like that. It, they've had those sort of weird open mouth things going on, even Dead Space, actually, thinking about it. But, um, yeah, and yeah, because, of course, Resident Evil is not without its own remake. The original Resident Evil was remade, but it was remade a few years, six, I think it was six years after the original version, and it still had the same guys on it with an idea of what they wanted to do to change it. And despite it being different in so many ways is very, very much the same game, just better, you know, and new challenges and yeah, exciting. And it's like, I mean, I was disappointed. They pretty much got rid of all the puzzles. So people wouldn't get stuck. Um, but they still had, puzzles. <laughs> you know, it's like, the, yeah, but they were so simple that even it, child can figure them out at that point like the painting puzzle that was a fun puzzle it took me a while to figure that out at my own by my own at my age at the time and they just literally got rid of that puzzle and replaced it with a two-step three-step process (laughs) and i was like what is this this is not how i remember it (laughs) yeah again that just shows the difference between six seven years can make in games you know it's like you think uh we're in 2018 now what the difference of uh eight years ago even just how far games have come already in that time and whilst you know a lot of stuff is it's not quite the gap it used to be 
between whereas you know before six years could be the difference between Grand Theft Auto being top down two D to being three D open world. It's a, it's it's as simple as that, or you know even Mario doing the same. It's, or, or Sonic being top of the world and <laughs> being an absolute trash. It doesn't take long at all for these things. But uh, yeah, this is it. I think the audience at that point had changed. Uh, gaming had become far more mainstream after the time the original Resident Evil came out, even though it was a part of it becoming such a big deal. Yeah, so I, I can see why they made certain changes and you know they're right to in a way. They made the original. They wanted to do that this is the problem with two though is they don't have that uh, they don't have those people working on it they have two people who have worked on resident evil games but will they know what they need to do um to get that balance and is that indeed why they are so quiet about it for so long because uh, it, it has been what three years since the initial uh, announcement now i think so it's uh got to soon we, we all hoped it would be a week or so ago but it, it never came sadly which is uh unfortunate but um yeah here we are um yeah so going back to the metal gear 2 remake as you say like that so you'd have that you so we say we don't have kojima for that it, you, you yeah. there are certain things you just can't do because if you try them without him it wouldn't be the same you know that would be the wackier weirder things so maybe you have to play it a little more straight than uh say some of the other games but to its credit, you know, the studio that have taken over to uh, do Metal Gear Survive have shown a bit of that daffiness, you know, a bit of that what the, what the fuckery to yeah. Metal Gear Survive. So it's not like they haven't got anywhere that couldn't kind of get an approximation of that. And as you say, you already have those story beats there. You just use them, drape them across it, and fill in the blanks somewhat. And yeah, I think they could do a, a serviceable game, especially if they do it the way you're saying. You know, because yeah. you can you can have a, a game that's a bit more simplified in a lot of ways and crank crank up the ambition elsewhere, and it means it could be cheaper too, which means less of a risk. Um, yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Is to have it like that. Anything else you do with that? With two? Yeah. Um, you know, it's like like you may without Kojima, it'll definitely be hard to keep his, I guess, type of directing behind it. But in all honesty, there's a lot of great young directors these days that I think could pull off some really good stuff with that game. Mm. Um, I mean, Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, they didn't really have that crazy Kojima style at the time. No, because he didn't have the power to do it. Exactly. So I don't think it'll be hard for them to essentially do it because at this point... um, they won't really have to mimic his style because his style wasn't really realized until Metal Gear Solid on the PS1. This is it, yeah. I mean, that's the good part of it, that you can say, well, you know, we've got a clean slate. We can do this however we want because we just literally have a few story beats. This game is very simple. On the other hand, because no one has really played it by comparison, people will expect it to be more like a Kojima Metal Gear game as a result. So that's how it will be judged. It's like, so it's kind of caught in two minds there. It's like, in one hand, as you say, you don't have to worry about that so much, and you've got the freedom to just make it how you want. But at the same time, you have an audience of people who will expect it to be a certain way, 
even if they're wrong, you know, to expect it that way. So it's like, it's balance again, it's finding that balance and maybe that's where you birth a new way of doing metal gear, you know, because Konami are going to want to at some point, uh, beyond. Yeah. Spin-off. And uh, quite honestly, both of those games weren't incredibly long, so you can just put both of them together and turn it into one game. Yeah. Um, like we keep talking about rumors of Metal Gear Solid remake happening, um, and who's going to be doing Blue Point? I think is the number one rumor right now that that's their next project. Um, that's fine and all, but we already had a Metal Gear Solid remake. It was called the Twin Snakes, um, and some people liked it, some people didn't. I personally didn't enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I, I think we could have a do-over on that one. To be fair, <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> um, and I understand why people would want a remake of Metal Gear Solid, um, but to me, I think it's the ones that people didn't get to experience that that deserve I, remakes. And again, I think there's less in less inherent risk in doing it because you know there's less of a legacy there. And as we said, because there's no Kojima, you've got a problem. You know, if you go making Metal Gear without him, and you know, as it showed with uh, Twin Snakes, yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, as as far as which studio could make it, um, I think there's plenty of them that could pull it off. You talk about Blue Point, they could pull it off. Um, I think IO Interactive can pull it off as well if they wanted to. Um, they already yeah. have the stealth going on for them with Hitman. Their stealth is obviously very different from Metal Gear Solid stealth, but... Why they, can't they incorporate the same mechanics? Well, yeah, like, I mean, why they, can't they, Snake, you know, dress up as the enemy? Like, yeah, I think it'd be cool. Stuff like, stuff. Yeah. yeah, they've done stuff like Freedom Fighters and Kane and Lynch, so it's not like they haven't done more action-orientated games. Mm-hmm. So they, they could easily find that balance, I think. You're very right there. That it'd be a good one, and again, they're independent. So yeah, why not? Um, you know? Yeah, obviously it's all in Konami's court if they want to do that or not. I think they will continue Metal Gear Solid without Kojima, whether it's you know going forward, if it's spin-offs or remakes of the old games. Um, but the, I've always wanted Metal Gear 2, and it's all because of the minefield. I, get, I just want to fight Grey Fox in the middle of a minefield. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really do, but you know, yeah. who knows if I'm ever going to get to do that. So... The dream is there. The dream is there. Okay. Um, ben, are you still there? I'm still here. I spent this entire time thinking of the game I wanted to have remastered. At first I thought, oh, you know what, I'll go with Cool Spot. And I realised, <laughs> no, I won't go with Cool Spot. <laughs> <laughs> then I thought, Bobsy, but then I realised we already have that, so no. And that proved to be a mistake. So I'm going to go with my third choice, which I think is the big, it's the choice that's had a chance to be remastered, but every time it's been had in... Everywhere it's got close to being released, they screwed it up, or they released it as a MOBA. I'm going to go with Legacy of Kane Soul Reavers. Yes! Yeah, no, well, yeah, that's a, a very doable one. That was um, my number two choice. <laughs> I mean, depending how, say, uh, Vampire goes this year, the, the yeah. Don't Not game, Vampires could be a, a back in fashion again in games. And Well, they tried to make a stupid MOBA, didn't they? 
Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> no, just release a single player Legacy of Kane game. That'll do. I would so, buy that. Would you go Soul Reaver or would you go Soul Reaver? I prefer the Soul Reaver games. I prefer Raziel's storyline to Kane's. So it has the uh, distinct advantage here of what Gary chose in that it was already a 3D game and you can update the visuals a lot. This, again, very much sounds like Bluepoint's sort of uh, area of expertise. Um, In a way, it it would be kind of like Darksiders, but not, if you know what I mean. There's an aspect of it that reminds me of that. It's like the original Darksiders, really. Yeah, and so there you go. There's There's a studio that could handle it, maybe. Um yeah, so that's one part of it. I mean, there are things that will obviously be easy to change and should be yeah. changed, I think. The control scheme is... Horrible. At this point. And yeah, this, there's a load of content that people uh, uh, from Neogaf called... Someone called Mama Robotnik. Where she, yeah. they found a load of content in the game that was cut that would have improved the game, like different types of Reaver Blades and different extra temples that they've actually made to the game. So maybe finish those off and add them to the to the uh, remake as the new content to help sell it. Yeah, because it all looked finished. It was just because the PS One limits they couldn't, you know, they couldn't get it running. Uh, yeah, with everything I, else. I don't remember there being a third Legacy of Kane. Uh, um, Defiance, yeah. sorry, I should say. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I remember as far as uh, Blood Omen 2, which I, I really liked. It was very good. I, I preferred playing as Kane, to be honest. You so, get to play as Kane in Defiance. Yeah, so, so Blood Omen 2 was the same. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, I quite. So, yeah, I, I get you with Soul Reaver. I mean, it's the one that most people got into the series on. Yeah, Soul Reaver was my first one. So. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually strange that it hasn't had a chance to be. Uh, reborn because there's so much to it there i mean it's well they have tried a few times haven't they yeah, yeah there was there was one game that got cancelled that a bunch of footage leaked which yeah. was supposed to continue on after defiance um i'm glad it got cancelled because it didn't look like a legacy of Kane game at all <laughs> then they had the moba which i tried and that yeah, was not a legacy Kane game or so yeah, I would like to see Legacy of Kane. It was either that or Road Rash. A Road proper Rash. Road Rash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think again, much like Legacy of Kane, it's because of who it's in the hands of, it yeah. seems unlikely. No. Just because you know, Crystal Dynamics aren't going to get to make another Legacy of Kane because they have their their plate full now. Yeah. That's it. They will they will never get to because they would be churning out the uh the licensed games now. Yes, it was it was called Dead Sun. Legacy of Kane, Dead Sun. Like the sun, not a child. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of videos and screenshots and everything that they were working on it, but they cancelled it. Didn't yeah. someone this find is... a room in the leg like, the original Kane game like twenty years after it came out? I think yeah, I remember something like that happening. I don't remember yeah. what it was. I yeah, think um, yeah. Go as far as them remaking it, I think if Amy Henning came back, they would remake it, or they would make a new one. Um, it comes it comes back to what we were saying last week about EA and Bioware. It's like you know, if if you want them to make the kind of games they're famous for, make the money off of it, but not have the financial pressure, 
downgrade the studio. Have smaller studios within your group that don't like help out making bits of other people's games. They just do a small project. Because in the case of this and Square Enix, they're Enix, sorry, they they have these little studios doing stuff. There are little games like you see with the the Life Tokyo RPG. Well, yeah, and Tokyo RPG Factory, you know, making stuff like uh, I Am Setsuna and Osphere. So why not just get a small studio made to make uh, new versions of the old franchises? It's it's a less risky way of bringing franchises back that people like, and you might make a good profit off it, you know, if it goes well. And if people that love that game get to make it with, you know, having less control shifted away from them, it would do what it'd be great for them because the game is more than likely going to turn out better as a result. And it would just, I know it shouldn't be we rely on old franchises, this, that, and the other to come back, you know, like any medium of entertainment, everything is driven by nostalgia in the end. Everything is yeah. developed because of something else. Everything's yeah. a rip up of everything. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, it just it baffles me when you see so many. Franchises that were like did well that didn't last the course. Um, whereas you see some poor cool spot, <laughs> cool spot. Yeah, well, the problem there <laughs> is because of what he was licensed off of. That, that... <laughs> oh, sure, Seven Up would be like, yes, we want it again. Or was it Sprite? Yeah. I can't remember. It was uh, Seven Up. Yeah. Yeah, seven, yeah, Seven Up. I remember my branding. <laughs> yeah, oh, so I what mean, what about Leisure Shoot Larry remake? Yeah, well, they've already remade that multiple times. <laughs> it's not good, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it used to be uh, amusing in its own way because it was self depreciating, but it just got turned oh, into teen shit. I'm going to be hurt, but I'm going to be inside by everyone now. I'm going to be burnt. I'm going to say, you don't need it. You just look into Hollywood. <laughs> oh boy! Oh dear! Oh That's boy! Let's hope that's a good idea. That was shit to begin with. Let's be honest. It's like it's oh. the worst. I mean, you know, Gary. If we're talking about remakes of anything, uh, when you come with the Sega era, the, the, that era, then you know, Streets of Rage. Oh is, yeah. Their choice. I mean, oh, again. What about uh, oh, god damn it, Marco's Magic Football. <laughs> <laughs> ben, did you get? Did, did you just get cast offs as a child? You know, when it came to games. <laughs> like, it seems like most of the good games passed you by because you just got handed a box of like licensed tap. <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, I've got the McDonald's game where you do you save the world by recycling, even though the company behind it does none of it. Hey, I enjoyed Marco's Magic Football. <laughs> and his brand uh, of Nike shoes. By Nike. I mean, a lot of games from that era, you know, mm. could be redone, you know, as Bubs has proved. Um, doesn't mean it's a good idea. No. Uh, but, you know, especially someone like Sega, where, you know, they've seen that Sonic can come back, and technically that's a remake in a way. It's a reimagining, I suppose, uh, is Sonic Mania. But uh, they could do that with more franchises uh, easily, you know, go back to it like that, 
give someone who's a fan of it that makes fan stuff for it, which there are for the likes of Golden Axe and Streets of Rage and all that. Comic Pro- Zone, Vector yeah. Man. Comic Zone was pissed, to be fair. People like that game, man, and that game was hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. And it's just like, when you've played that opening bit a good 30 times, you're like, no, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Axe. Yeah, they they have done that into the ground many many times. They've had more chances than Streets of Rage. I'll say that. Yeah, they had a 3D action game. Uh, it's three. Sorry, probably why I we tried didn't... to mind wipe out my existence. Yeah, as with a lot of remakes. Oh I mean, yeah, you know, not everything needs to be remade. Some stuff is of its time, Duke Nukem, and you don't. <laughs> see it again. <laughs> hey, I'm like, really looking forward to seeing John Cena play Duke Nukem in the new movie. I just, yeah. <laughs> so it occurred to me the other day in wrestling with John Cena's like new weird personality. Is it is it him morphing into Duke Nukem? <laughs> just like he just gets more and more disrespectful, and he'll just start slagging off Nikki Bella. <laughs> oh God! Imagine if he turns up. To, I don't watch wrestling, but I really hope he turns up with like the cigar. And like, and then I hope Dwayne Johnson comes. In. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Dwayne Johnson comes in as Sarge from the Doom movie, and it's it's like this fight to the death. I would oh. watch that. I yeah. would watch that. Can I just go off tangent for a second and say how much I loved Roman Reigns and John Cena's little heel bit at the Rumble? Yeah, it was very. That good. was fantastic. I was like, this is what all I want from Cena is. For him to go heal, and I'll like him again. Yeah, and, he did, and the next <laughs> night he carried on that sort of weird attitude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's definitely doing something. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's become a be Yeah, maybe now, you know, Triple H getting more and more power, he's going to pull the trigger on Cena. Well, well actually, he's technically part time. Why yes, not? Yes, he's not the merch seller anymore, which means they don't have to rely on that. So, yeah, why not? Turn him. Make him an arsehole, which means he's probably retiring The Undertaker, so <laughs> that's the case. Uh, well, so they can't make Undertaker heal at this point because it won't work. It just, it won't, so anyone who goes up against him is technically a heel, that's it. So, yeah, it would, otherwise Cena versus Taker would just be boring because Cena would be the heel, he just wouldn't act like a heel. Yeah. Anyway, off of that story <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I'm like, what? Tangent! <laughs> Sorry. What's a is, what's a heel? Is that like the bad guy? Okay, it's not some sort of shoe. No, face heel. <laughs> you put on a shoe with a big heel on it. <laughs> He's going down to catwalk. Well, yes, there you go. Um, yeah, so I think that's covered nicely. I know it's not quite as an in-depth subject this week as last week, but it was a. Good to sort of mention stuff about remakes and stuff. It's what about you? You didn't tell us yours. Yeah, you didn't tell oh, us. Was it Desert well, Strike? No, it's never Desert Strike. <laughs> I know. I kind of got my wish because uh, they did it with Sonic Mania. Yeah, and even Shadow of the Colossus. That's just. A, think of a game. <laughs> that is a game. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's just yeah. Uh, wow. I could have gone with but, Sonic Mania too, so. I know, I know. But it, as I said, it doesn't really count because it's a reimagining rather than a uh, full on 
remake. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Maybe Half Life. Really? <laughs> well, if you're never going to do the third one, might as well. Yeah, we've got more chance of getting Cool Spot, I think. I would, you know, it's like if Valve really were to ever bring it back, I would. They'd probably let someone else do it, just to, and do a remake of it to try and get it, you know, lo- you know, relevant again. And to that, I would say, had they not been bought out by EA, I would have said Respawn would have been perfect. They could have done a new Half Life, no problem. Because it, it, it's cool. It's a very simple. Well, game. Well, hold on, hold on. If Microsoft does buy Valve, which rumors, they said they won't. We could get a Half-Life exclusive yeah. to... I know, I know, I know, I just realised, having said all this, of course, Black Mesa exists, and that is technically a remake, yeah. but it is... Not official, though, it's a fan-based one, isn't it? So, I don't know if that counts. Well, no, because well, no, they let it happen. It's yeah. been published, you can buy it, so True. it's not like most fan remakes, where it's like they show the world, not realising that that means that your project is about to get shut down. Uh, yeah, so, you know, maybe I'm a bit blasé on that one, that's... Uh, that's, I mean, that's still being made technically because they haven't released the end part of that game. Um, Time Splitters, but again, that's being made by a fan group. Uh, it will come to PS4 for free eventually if it ever comes out. I remember reporting if, if we that. ever see anything but concept pictures of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, well, no, the last five some, years, there, there have been some like gameplay video things, which is like it is literally just multiplayer. But yeah, because it's fan made, you know, there's it's their time rather than they're not getting paid for any of it. So yeah, we could wait for it. I remember being one of the first things I wanted to report on when I came to PSU was about that. <laughs> I was like, that was two years after Crytek said, yeah, yeah, have the license, do what you like. Like, I mean, Christ, does it say, <laughs> what does that say? Crytek are like, yeah, yeah, you can have it. We don't give a shit that it'll take a decade to come out. <laughs> so, I mean, it'll still come out for Kingdom Hearts free to be fair. So, <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I said, most of the things I wanted to be remade have been remade. I wouldn't want a Metal Gear remake, really, of any kind, just because the reason they are as special as they are to me is because of that. It was fine with Shadow of the Colossus, because uh, it was a game that I played at the time, I liked it, but it's a game I've played in the years since, even like last year I completed it twice on the PS3 version, and yeah, just it's grown into one of my favorite games of all time, over time. But now, to get it in a way that isn't complete dog piss to play at certain times, I mean, really, it is like you get to the weird fucking crabbish boss in that one. The controls in the original version are just a nightmare. And then, even like, yeah, most of the later bosses become a pain in the ass because you're fighting the controls. And here, they've got a lovely balance where it's like, the controls are easier, but they're not so easy and so modern that you have no problem doing everything. It's just they feel a bit more natural to the plan they had with the original game. You know, it's like everything is a struggle, everything is a fight, but not to the point where you want to throw the controller at the TV and the console out the window at times. So yeah, it's just marvellous that they've done it like that. I suppose if Bluepoint want to go and do... Ico after that you know you've done that it's a simple project I'd love to see that redone but uh, I don't know it seems it would be very low ambition to do that for me because 
what be the point? It's just a, it's a very short game. It's already going to. It looks as good as it's ever going to look, in my opinion. Because unlike Shadow of the Colossus, its art style is very much why it works. Um, yeah. So, phew, still trying to think of things. I'm sure there's something Cypher else. Filter. <laughs> oh no! I'll go back to it. Demon Souls. Um, I would love Demon Souls remade. I, I like the setup of it so much compared to the other Souls games because it is so you know, modular. It has it has parts. It isn't like oh here's fall off to this place, go round about that way. I like its levels and sections. It's like everything is a gauntlet, unlike um, the later Souls games where it's just like you're going round and ring each time and in different spirals which you know good design in itself i just preferred demon souls it's more you know like here you are this is the start point reach the end that's it and, you know, but there's an end point here and then once you've done that mission there's an end point over there where you can do a different mission it's like i liked it it was very simple and you can see why they evolved it from there but i think it would honestly be a breath of fresh air because it's another game that a lot of people liked at the time, but it's very much a cult hit because one, no one cared about the Souls games at that point, really, apart from a fair few. Uh, two, it came out on PS3, you know, which was a console that was dying on its ass at most of that generation. And yeah, three, it just that's it. it comes down to that, doesn't it? it? You have no one; it's not had the audience the other games have, and it's. I get make, doing Dark Souls remastered. And I know obviously why they couldn't do Demon Souls because Sony owned the uh, the rights to this. But that makes me think, well, there you go. Get Blue Point there. Get them in. Shove them in. Get Dark Souls remade. Demon Souls remade. Sorry. And uh, I don't. You'd have to do much. Do much more with it. Just bring the graphical level up to uh, that. Maybe just hone a couple of the controls so it's a bit. I would say more refined. Um, but yeah, it, it would be a bit more refined. It's like. Like I said, don't normally like those kind of games in in that sense, but Demon Souls just was a heart stealer in, in the way it did stuff. Just like it was raw ambition in, in a way that the other ones weren't. So yeah, that would be my my end choice, he says after naming about ten things. And none of them are good, man. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I, I've got snotty nose at the minute, so <laughs> the last thing I want is uh, another bugger man. I'll be honest, I was just trying to Google weird name games. <laughs> I found Bill Lambert's Combat Basketball. Oh, man. I mean, if they want to make something good that was shit, there's plenty of that. But, yeah, it's, uh... it's called Shaq Fu. <laughs> it's doing getting that. a sequel already. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't get funded, did it? Yeah, it did. Oh, yes, day one. I want to review that. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. No. It's not a fighting game anymore. It's a beat-em-up. Now I want to review it even more. <laughs> I'll drink my shack soda while I review it. Oh, man. If they could make any game shack good. Juice. <laughs> my shack juice. I mean, here you go. Get Dan Buster. Give him Haze back and, see, no. and try and make a Haze. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, uh, well at this point, no, they're screwed. No, they, no. Hay screwed no, them over. No. Then, you know, everything that happened, Crytek screwed them over. Then they had to go and 
they got laden with uh, home front revolution. It's just like, come on, give the guys a chance with <laughs> again. Yeah, give them a chance by giving them the worst game ever made in the history. Exactly, of the video and games. they know what they did wrong. Surely at this point, so yeah, they made that... Hayes. <laughs> Hayes had good ideas. Let's no, be fair. It, it, it was bad. Then it wasn't that bad. It was it just was. disappointing because it came from the people that made Perfect Dark, Golden Eye, and Time Splitters. It uh, was that the was worst the worst game ever made. No, yes. uh, that's. Ah, that's reactionary. Come on. It's the only I game mean, I played? bought. Yeah, I played it day one. No, oh, have you. Worst game ever made. Come on, Ben. Have you played Final Fantasy VIII? Yes. And it's not as bad as Hayes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Neil. I knew that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> there's bad, and there's Hayes. And there's Afro Samurai 2, which was definitely. But that was never sold, though. Well, yeah, it was because it came out, but just only half of the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I could name way going way back stuff like the Mega Drive had a ton of awful crap that was that I consider nostalgic just because I was had no choice but to play it. Was it Jaguar it, oh, only had one good game? That <laughs> Aliens vs Predator. Oh, I just thought yeah. again they should remake Cannon Fodder. Oh yeah. my god. At this point, Ben, why don't you just pick E.T. from the Atari case? <laughs> remake that game. The lowest budget version of Pac-Man. I just want to remake... I want to remake Pong, but in 8K. <laughs> just try and give it some stupid resolution because it's just black and white Pong. Oh man, I did see that somewhere on a reset area yesterday where someone had one of those uh, late to the party threads about Pong yeah. and were quite deliberately ripping the piss, you know, saying it's like this game is shit. How does anyone ever think it's great? All you do is this, all you do is that. Like, and people still took the bait. It's just like, how obvious can you be? <laughs> <laughs> but to be like, fair, <laughs> uh, to be fair yeah. though, uh, what's it? Linus Tech Tips? They were playing a version of 3D Pong, I think it was called, at uh, the CES. And the the machine, which is just, it's literally just black and white Pong, is a couple of grand. Wow. And then the chairs, the chairs for the machine are $300. <laughs> and they're just little chairs to sit on. There's nothing on them. They don't even have backs or arms. Just little stools. That, that is madness. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Pong, Splendid. Most expensive oh. remake 2018. <laughs> uh, right, so um, that's the end of that. Yes. Again, we'll probably get more discourse on that next week because Channel Glosses will be officially out. And I'm sure that you'll get I've usual things. pre ordered it. Uh, yeah, at the price it's at. Why not? I don't know I'm going to play it, but I'm going to buy it and look at it. To be honest, Ben, it took me like a matter of hours to finish the game, but that's because I've played it like twice last year. So it's like, oh, I remember how to do this. I remember I've played it twice now when I've never actually played it. I've had three times now. So it's, uh... And I technically played it on the, um... was it the Vita or the PSP? Oh, no, One of the two. Because of the remote play stuff. Oh, well, change that now. Um, and oh yeah, sure you... because I wanted to pre-order it game, but I wanted the one with the statue, but they wouldn't do it in store. So dear, 
Uh, well, you know, after all these uh, good releases uh, coming out, um, there's nothing for a little bit. Uh, certainly not this week. Um, I think everyone's waiting for the week after where you've got like Owlboy, Dynasty Warriors 9 and... and oh, Crossing. God, Owlboy, yes. And Kingdom oh, Come... God, Del- yes, Dynasty Warriors 9. <laughs> I, I've heard it's all right somewhere, I'm sure. That's um, <laughs> Warriors. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to uh, go to the Predictions League, which, of course, will hit the results from the last session. There's only three of us this week, so, you know, it's uh, going to be just the one game, and not to mention there are only, like, a few games coming out that haven't already been scored. So that makes it a bit difficult. Um, so, before we do that, we'll go back to last week's couple, uh, which were, of course, Dissidia, Final Fantasy NT, and Loot, sorry, as we said it last week, and Shadow of the Colossus. Um, right. <laughs> so, Dissidia, Final Fantasy Loot, is uh, currently sitting on 75 average. Uh, it's it's there. It's steady. It's not Dragon Ball. Well, <laughs> it's a fair thing to say. Yes. Um, poor, imagine that being a Final Fantasy game coming after that uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters and Monster Hunter World. And it's like, yeah, poor, poor guys. Never mind. Um, yeah. One slight alteration before we go back there is um, Mutant Football League got closer to an official score. I ended up choosing the overall score from Open Critic to uh, deal the points out. So I did not get that point. Alfonso got that point in the end as uh, the score was closer to him. Uh, so we'll go back to this week. So, so yeah, 75 for Dissidia. Uh Gary, you said 72, so you were close, but not quite enough. Uh, ben, you were furthest out on 82. Uh, Tim had 79. Alfonso had 80. I had 76. So oh, I was closest. I won a point legit. Uh, <laughs> and... Next up was Shadow of the Colossus, which got ninety two is down to ninety two. Started high at ninety four earlier in the week, but it is down to ninety two now. Um yeah, it's got nothing lower than an eight out of ten from any site, which is so so it's it's doing well. Um right, so Ben, you were way out, seventy seven. I was so <laughs> close. Um <laughs> uh, Gary, eighty seven, so not quite there. Uh I, I said 88, so I was not there either. So it was between Tim and Alfonso, really. Um, but Alfonso said 90. Tim said 91. So he's very close. Um, so, yes, Tim wins that point. God so, damn it, man. Gary, you are the only one without a point. Yeah, just rub it in. <laughs> so just, just to clarify, uh, Neil, one point. Alfonso, one point. Tim, two points. Ben, four. Yes. So you get to lead for another week, Ben. Yes, so, we need to pick a game for this week. Oh, let's see. There's a few, but God, what's the point? What is the point? I look at them and like, I don't know what these are. 86. 86, yeah. We'll just pick a game around and say 86. How about Seven Deadly Sins game? Two. Sweet. I love that anime. You love that anime. I love that anime. So, yeah, let's go with that anime. That isn't an anime, but it's a, a game of an anime. I'm still probably going to lose the score, even though I'm enjoying the anime. <laughs> <laughs> well, as someone who enjoys the anime, um, what score would you give it if, if the anime was the game? 
Or would uh, you put it at, uh, would you predict that the public would think anyway, I should say? 70. 70. Uh, I will say 72. Ben? 75. Oh, tactical plays. Cool. Well, that, that is that. That one. That's, uh, how do you do? We will find out next week who gets that point. I said, well, when there's only a few of us, we'll do just the one, unless you're a special occasion. But so, like I said, there's a few games still to uh, come out the week after. So it's uh, why not? Right. So let's do our new game that we started next week, which we still don't have a name for. I don't think it was, was it MetaQuote? That was it. MetaQuote, uh, the game where we take user reviews from the, some of the best games of all time and try and guess what that game is based on people who hated it on Metacritic. Because if you're going to get solid advice from anywhere, this is the place. Yeah, that's where you go for your user reviews. So, uh, kicking things off. Um, Gary, we shall start with you this week. We'll do a few again, just like before. Ah, like, let's see. Uh, we'll do a short one for this one. Easy. Uh, Twilly F Sniper gave this game 3 out of 10. Now, i just say now, to clarify, I've opened the board up a bit to allow for games that aren't just on PlayStation, just because it's fun. Um, so, he says, Nope. How is this game so highly regarded when it's just a failure of a first-person shooter? The weapons are improperly balanced, the gameplay was absolutely terrible, and everything about this game just has overrated, in captions, uh, all over it. He posted this review, I might add, eight years after the game came out. But there you go. Man, that's overrated. Eight years. That's it? That's how I get? Yep. (laughs) The clues are in. It's not... It's not necessarily on a PlayStation console. It's Halo. It's an overrated first-person shooter. <laughs> it's been eight years when he reviewed it since it had come out. A nice. Halo? It is not a Halo. Damn it. <laughs> ben, don't say Halo because it's not Halo. You know it's not Halo. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a spin on it. Good reviews of shit games. That's good to remember. Uh, trying to think of good first person shooter games that came out Quake Quake I think you're like 20 years back there not 8 well <laughs> Gary now, now, now remember what I said is uh oh Christ even I was wrong actually it's more than 8 years it's uh 18 years oh, <laughs> oh <point>. my god <laughs> <laughs> I have a head cold. Forgive me. Hey, uh, uh, that sounds close to a quake then. Yeah, I mean, Ben's not far off in terms of when, but uh, <laughs> yes. So uh, I'll go one more round and give you a tiny clue. He reviewed this in 2014. Jeez, it's been 18 years since? From that review, yes. So he reviewed it 18 years after the fact. So we're talking early-ish in terms of, of uh, things. Yeah, that doesn't leave many first-person shooter games, really. 
Yeah, you think that'll make it easier? <laughs> See if we're going to beat Doom. Call of Duty. Didn't come out to 2002. Medal of Honor. Nope, that, I think that was 98, actually. Unreal Tournament. 97, I think. Or 98. No, it's 98, yeah. The answer is Goldeneye. I hate this person more than life. <laughs> Imagine going back to Goldeneye 18 years later and saying, I don't get how this game from 18 years ago is so highly rated. To be honest, I do agree with his review 18 years later. The yeah, game I mean, yeah. Well. It's like, well, you know, if I was comparing Goldeneye to the current roster of games, then maybe it would be a little bit iffy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I just saw the review and I was thinking, it made me laugh. So I was like, I have to, I have to do it because... And, and wave the rule a bit there. I mean, that guy that throws a hat needs a nerf. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Let's uh, see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to the that page. Uh, Bennett, will your turn first for this one? Uh, yeah. When the page finally bloody loads. Okay, come on, you. Come on, yeah. Thing. Okay, this one's contentious because it's rated highly. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a great game, oh. but um, but you know that that is the fun of most of them, right? So we're back on brand PlayStation for this one. Okay. Right. So let's see. Uh, let's see. Right. So uh, this one stood out to me straight away because he gave it one out of ten, and then said it's a mediocre game. Okay, so. that sounds about an average game. One out of ten. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it, it's got a lot of stuff to read here, so oh, I wish I had another cold because I enjoyed doing the voices. Oh my god, what a worthless mediocre game! There are so many flaws with this game that I wonder what is with the high ratings. Number one, the characters are so shallow. This is their interpretation of Macbeth and was okay. However, it didn't make me stand and applause. Applause. Uh, shame. Yeah, he criticizes the game for trying, having something to do with Macbeth. Can't spell applause. Applaud properly. Um, shame. Anyway, number two. The game lacks a genuine, well-written story. As with every other first-person shooter, I was expecting the twist and plot of a movie like The Usual Suspect. What? It's like, he was expecting the plot and twist. And you just... I don't think I've ever played a first-person shooter and gone, you know what, there's not enough Kevin Spacey in this. <laughs> well, you've not played enough first-person shooters. Uh, Imagine how much let's... better Titanfall would be if you had Kevin Spacey. So apparently, yes. It was disappointing that this game was just walking and shooting formula. Um, unbelievable. Number three, unbelievable. No, apparently, point number three is unbelievable. The game has the nerve to pause on me for a split second when it loads new areas. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? A game pauses for a half a second. One out of ten. I totally agree, John P. Sorry. When... Wait, John P? Yeah, it could be our JP. We'll have to ask him afterwards. Um, yes, uh, last time it happened, I lost my trigger-happy mood to continue. I mean, you sound pretty trigger-happy anyway, mate, to be fair. Um, four. Yes, there's more. Frame drops, which I'm sure comes into what he was just saying, but... Um, I noticed a significant amount of frame dropping by a whole 2,900... No, you've made it... So you've done a dash here, mate, but it's only three numbers. So it's like, you don't, 
Uh, you were going for 2.97 frames per second, not 2,000 <laughs> frames per second. Because you were playing in the future, man. Uh, no, this is not the first-person shooter of our dreams. The one where we can stop shooting at a certain point, get some rest, and play pool mini games with our comrades. Lacks originality, indeed. What game is that? Medal of Honor. No. <laughs> Gary. Kill Zone. Yeah, you're close. Oh, which which God one? Damn it. Uh, two. 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 It is Kill Zone 2. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's the pausing that you got me to switch maps. <laughs> that, that's what I knew, what it was. <laughs> Uh, that, that did make me laugh. Oh, dear. Right, so let's see what we got. Oh, let's pick that one. I'll hurt myself with that one, shall I? Oh, I was, I was expecting more negative reviews for this one. Just a two. Oh, 13. Apparently, you go one page to the next one. Oh, two actual reviews. Uh, okay, so, Gary, you are... First with this one. This is one of the most anonymous games I ever played. What? <laughs> sure. Blank is a great character, but my God, Blank is the most anonymous character in the world. Even the game itself isn't anything so wonderful. It's a nice platform, but far away from the masterpiece. I, I'm not even going to say that. Not just because saying it would be, ruin the game, but because it's it's a heavenly thing to say. And really annoying. Probably, this is for me, the worst game ever made by this company. What a waste. Um, Gary, what game is it? Uh, is this a PlayStation game? Yes. Ooh. Which, to be fair, as this is a bit tougher, it is made by a company synonymous with PlayStation. Ratchet and Clank. Nope. Ben. Jack Free. Oh, you were close. It was Jack and Daxter. Oh, my God. Return to Legacy. Yes, he, he said it's far away from the masterpiece Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Mm. One second. Apparently... One second, guys. Wait, 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 wait. He played the Crash Bandicoot trilogy and then went back and played Jack and Daxter and then compared the two? Okay. No, because this is again 2014. He had this review. I, I would have picked the other one, which uh, was. I'm guessing the same guy because his username is anonymous. Um, in brackets, he gave it zero out of ten, and his review was as simple: "It sucks." <laughs> <laughs> but that really wouldn't have helped anyone. My brain hurts. I just I love my the fact that he said Sure, Daxter is a great character, but my god, Jack is the most anonymous character in the world. Yeah, because he doesn't speak. <laughs> I just didn't get that anonymous game, anonymous character. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, and then he goes back to, oh, and in the game's anonymous. Yeah, you told us that, mate. It's like, we, we got that the first time. <laughs> what? Uh, is this, a, this is the new anonymous game that's come out. Yeah. Hack people. <laughs> Don't say who you are. Uh, right, let's uh, keep on. Because this is fun. <laughs> I could do it forever, to be honest. It's, there's always a game. There is always a game. Uh, well, yeah, we've got to pick this one. Not sure if we did this last time, actually, but oh, there's only two reviews again. 
Okay, uh, Ben, so it'll be you. Yes. So, again, this is another review that came... <laughs> it came nearly 20 years after the game came out. Uh, this game is not even scary, and it should not belong in this genre. I don't know why most people are praising director of this game. He is not even a good at making these kind of games. Plus, the game that's very bad graphic, poor voice acting, poor dialogue. If you're looking for a better game in this genre, play this one, this one, or this one. I can't say because, again, it would just give it away. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Ben, what game is that? 0 out of 10 from Minato Namikaze. Resident Evil 4. Nope. Aww. Gary. Silent Hill 2. Nope. Resident Evil. PlayStation original. Mm. Okay. Again, 19 years after the game came out. At least I got the right franchise, though. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I didn't want to say, oh, because then Gary would have just gone, yeah, it's that one. Uh, yes, uh, very bad graphics. I'm shocked. That. Shocked, yes, and appalled. It's a uh, mad, though. Only two bad reviews, though, for the game. So. Again, just like back in Daxter, so uh, can't go wrong there. So I'm oh, pressing yeah. buttons. Oh. It's not me for once. Yay. Oh. Oh, I, right. I'll, I'll spoil this now and say that I was going to try Siphon Filter, but it doesn't have a negative review. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Which is that surprising. Good? Okay, I'll go write one for next week. <laughs> it's like this game that is 20 something years old is shit because it looks shit because it looks like it came out 20 years ago do you want to get punched today Ben is that what you're saying uh, dear. right god how did that game ever get that no I'm doing that one ah god it's not fun. Some games you think, you know, I'd love to see what people make of this game. And then there's like one, one bloody review. So I can't do that one because it's not even an interesting one. Ugh. Why do people not hate games more? It's terrible. Yeah, Gary, go to Metacritic and write more. <laughs> You're not doing enough, Gary. <laughs> I don't know. This has 78. Well, you can tell when games are more modern because you start getting more negative reviews. It's like for even good stuff. Just go pick an EA game. You'll find plenty of negative. Oh, that's, that's so easy. <laughs> yeah, let's see what we got. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. The costume design on this game is amazing. The lighting is beautiful, but that's where it ends. I just spent 10 plus hours playing this game in which I climbed ladders, crawled through vents, went up and down elevators, shot a few non-important people and hacked a few things. I don't understand what the point of this game is yet. I haven't played one of these before, and I love the whole augment idea. But who or what is the bad guy? Seriously, why are people giving this 10? Are they really people, or these people, or not robots? I wanted to keep playing because the design is kick-ass, but I hate it when games just repeat environments, boring tasks to gain info and fail to make me care about characters. The game awesome ads and artwork what? Pull me what? into the gameplay, kicked me out. Four out of ten for this game. Did you know? Uh, ben, I think it is, isn't it? No, I just did one. Did you? Oh, well, then Gary. Deus Ex Human Revolution. It is indeed. Because <laughs> Gary wrote it. 
<laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go write all the bad reviews, the worst ones, just so Neil can pick them. I, I mean, <laughs> that wasn't even the worst one, but some were just like this isn't Call of Duty. Essentially, was reviews. It's like, well, no. Um, uh, let's pick something Gary likes. Maybe no, nah, that'd be mean. <laughs> uh, ben, yeah, your turn will be next uh, for this one. Wait, Gary likes that game. So. <laughs> okay, stunt. I think he was going for stunt pickle, but added a U in there by accident. So it's stunt pubicle. <laughs> uh, he gives this uh, game zero out of ten. Around the time the game launched, as well. Um, laughably abysmal game developed by the corpse at this company, which was <laughs> revived by Satan. <laughs> <laughs> That this crap heap of a game has so many positive reviews and has won awards proves that the video game review industry is a wholly owned subsidiary of the game development industry. <laughs> and the latter has its lackeys employed in falsifying user reviews. Oh, thank <laughs> God. I forgot that I got paid by Square Enix and Sony. Oh, man, I got that for the uh, article on is it harsh about EA being you know in that hated list. Despite the fact that in the article I say, yeah, they're shitty. They've done shitty things. As a video game company, they've done shitty things and should, you know, seek to do well by it and they deserve their reputation of being hated in this industry but apparently that means I'm paid off to slag off EA but not to the point where I'm saying no they're not murderers they don't murder people but you know they're not that bad (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh, carrying on with this long review if you want a terrible single player to this genre designed by the B team from this from a different company oh god this gets confusing trying to miss words out if you want endless fetch quests with crafting materials for rewards if you want largely ineffective skills that hit like a wet noodle uh, if you want a game so dumbed down that it used a group of cocker spaniels as a focus group, if you want a game with no healing, if you want, yeah, we get it, mate. You could just say this in one long sentence. If you want a single player game balanced for an MMO grind wherein every mob takes a year to kill, if you want to continue after dying in the middle of a dungeon with your whole party having one health point, if you want to support the continued desecration of the legacy of this company at the hands of gaming's greatest mediocrity, then you might want to get. I'm not going to say the name. He's insulted the name, but then that would give away the name. Then again, you probably won't like it unless you have brain damage, like the people who developed this piece of shit. It's annoying um, because it sounds familiar, but I can't yeah. think of it at all. Well, I can hand over. So I'm going to go with Dragon Age. Okay. <laughs> I don't you, know. Have to pick, you have to pick a Dragon Age, though. Two. No. Gary? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it's annoying because I'm sure I've read this review. Uh, Inquisition? <laughs> You've got it. Yes, it was uh, Inquisition? It was. He... Uh, Reference it as Dragon Turd Inquisition. Yeah. I should have said Inquisition, I just didn't want to be mean to Gary. Because I know he likes it. Yeah, the, the first line was uh, it was developed by the Courts of Bioware, which was revivified, or it should be revived, by the EA, aka Satan. That was yeah, it. I knew it was e- as soon as you said Satan, it had to be EA. And then when you said rubbish plots, I knew it was Bioware. <laughs> Oh, because Bioware okay. has pretty much the same plot for every video game they make. That is tr- true, I suppose, to a degree. 
It's, uh... To a degree, it literally is the same plot for every video game they make. Even when they made the game about Sonic, he had the Bioware plot. <laughs> I don't remember. What, they made Sonic 06? No, they made Sonic Dark Chronicles. Oh, I thought you meant the one with the shagging. That would make no, more sense. the Sonic Dark Chronicles, where Sonic's friends have to form an alliance to beat the bad guys. <laughs> okay. Right, one final one. Um, okay, so this is by CSGO Pro. Uh, he gives this game 0 out of 10. He starts his review by saying, unbiased review. He's given it an all out of 10. Um, it seems most of the reviews posted are either haters giving it a 0 or Sony fanboys giving it a perfect score. It's neither of those two. He's given it zero. Um, I put it in about 14 hours since it launched. I'm quickly losing interest. It seems that this game was far too ambitious for the developers. It seems like they did an excellent job with the graphics, but rushed the animations. You'll see animations of people sliding when they're walking, which reminds me of the NBA 2K series. The voice acting is okay, but very monotone. Also, this game seems to push a feminist agenda. Oh, was that surprise? That took all the three lines for him to reveal his true self. Um, which was smart of this company, as I'm sure it helped them court high reviews from the critics. Combat is almost entirely blah, blah, I can't say it, and is very disappointing to me. It gets very repetitive and downright boring after the first few hours. Uh, the weapon doesn't act like it should, rather like a sniper rifle, which seems so unrealistic, which, when we reveal what this game is, is just going to be really... Um, the side quests seem like pointless chores. It really seems like they went for quantity over quality with these side quests. They're really, really bad compared to the likes of Fallout and Witcher. It really seems that this game tried to incorporate elements from various other RPGs, and the end result is an unoriginal and forgetful game. Some of the best visuals ever on a console rivals PC graphics, but oh, the core please game... Oh, don't read the game I'm thinking it is, because if it is, I'm going to find the clear for job. What do you think it is, Ben? No, it's Gary's turn, so I'll let him go first. But... Oh, okay. Go on, Gary, go first. Um, Uncharted or Lost Legacy? No. Ben? Horizon. It is Horizon. Uh, I... <laughs> I was waiting half for reading it, thinking, when are we going to get second, to I, I didn't say that one sec. I haven't played it, so... Horizon? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to clarify... The post-apocalyptic game about robot dinosaurs isn't realistic. It seems unrealistic somehow that someone can have a bow that acts like a sniper rifle. A bow acting like a sniper rifle. You know, a bow, which is like a weapon for shooting. As soon as you said feminist and side quest, I thought, fuck, it's Horizon. Yeah, like I said, I I was half reading it thinking, I wonder where we're going to get to that bit. Oh, there it is. It's a... Uh, I like the long ones because there's always there's always an agenda. In fact, I, I'm looking down at the, all these. There's a few saying this. Uh, I gave this game this score because agenda. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm okay. sorry for all the swearing, but um, he deserves it. I mean, I loved. Her. I didn't. Yeah, you know, I don't like open world games. I hate them. I hate the word passion, and yet I loved Horizon. Yeah. Says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've heard that from quite a few people where Horizon's concerned as well. Anyway, yeah, that was fun. We did, we did a bit of that. So, and now I'm think, dead inside. <laughs> I think next week I will prepare games in advance because I'm not so umming and ahhing on it. But, uh, yes, I forgot that bit. Okay, so that is 
the end of all that. Um, ben, you do stuff that isn't just here. Yeah. I'd why do... don't you tell the people? I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PSU Live. You can catch me on Twitter. Uh, I also do multiple podcasts. I'm on the uh, Pharmacy 14 podcast, Phoenix Down Radio. I'm also on Google Go Around Radio. I'm also on the Dragon Ball podcast, which you can find we host on this channel uh, with the amazing Gary, Tim and Alfonso. Uh, you can also catch me, well, just everywhere. I, I everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch me going to hunt down that guy that gave that review. <laughs> Wait, like I said, he is just one of many giving pretty much the same review. This yeah. game is boring. Oh, also, it has women stuff in it. Oh, it's no. like... But seriously, yeah, no, that hurt my soul. Uh, but yeah, thank you. And that is. Oh, can I do my shout yeah, yeah, you could do that as part of this. Uh, I want to shout out to Evolve Mail, aka Girlfriend Search Stream at twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail. A shout out to Klaus, Nightbringer at Phoenix Down Radio, Luna and Saya. A shout out to Klaus and. Oh, Klaus. <laughs> shout out already. Shout out to. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out to. You what, Klaus? I'll shout you out in a minute as well. We'll just keep going around. Shout out. <laughs> a shout out to Flatus and Shinter at Mouse and Radio. I recently appeared on their podcast as a guest. A shout out to Yoni, uh, which is a YouTube what YouTube presenter, I guess. I've been watching recently. He covers Fantasy fourteen stuff. I'd give him a recommended look. Sorry, my brain's still crying over that Horizon score. Uh, but yeah, that is my shout outs. Your shout outs. Gary, where can people so, find you on the internet and things you do? Uh, on the internets, you can find me on Twitter at G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, that's Gagwalush. Um, shout outs, you guys, fans, listeners. Please continue to support us. Yeah, that's, that's a fair enough thing to say. Right, and I'll say please uh, share us about on the internet. Um, like and review us on iTunes as well. That's always helpful, as we know. And, uh, yeah, feedback, if you have it, uh, ideas for what we should discuss on any given week. I promise next week I won't have a cold. I, I, I honestly say that because I rarely get a cold. And well, I told you how to cure it. This chilli sauce is amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, the size of my nose, I'd be leaking for weeks, I think, if I did that. It's uh, not a good idea. So you want to buy my nose, uh, then? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find my writing, of course, on, on the site. Uh, usually every day I, I write something, at least. So, yeah, whether it be review, be news, or advocating for EA, apparently, as well. It's, uh, because, you of course, shill, the, the video game industry and games media are one and the same thing. So, you pure shillings. Yeah, I am a penny farthing in a world of shillings. <laughs> and, yes, and... No, they're not here today. They, you know, always it's always many thanks to Tim and uh, I, yeah, Alfonso. I was about to call him by his Twitter name. Then I was thinking that would be odd. Um, yes, uh, thanks to them. And uh, we we've missed you guys this week, but uh, I'm sure we'll see you again soon on here. Well, Alfonso, I believe, will be on the Dragon Ball podcast, which you probably heard before this if you like yeah. Dragon Ball. So, yeah, so you know, it's uh, always good to have them. Always good to have you all at home listening. Um, that was Unchained and until next week tatty bye
I don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the window!